Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, the quick thinking of the Man of Steel has saved Jimmy Olsen from imminent danger, only to pave the way for a new surprise in his fight against the vicious power of intolerance. Hi there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, just in case Mom should ask, here's uh, what to tell her about why you're being so careful to eat every last bit of your morning dish of Kellogg's Pep these days. First of all, this sunny, golden toasted cereal tastes a doggone good. It's so crisp and fresh that you polish off your dish clean as a whistle. Then, Kellogg's Pep is good for you, too. Sure, every bowlful gives you more than twice as much of an energy vitamin, B1, as sun-ripened whole wheat, plus your whole daily minimum of sunshine vitamin D. That's the very same vitamin sunshine makes for you. Helps build strong bones and teeth. And then, there are the hungry fellows and girls overseas. They're another reason why you don't want to waste one single crisp flake of Kellogg's Pep. Because the cereal grains, like the whole wheat and pep, are being sent abroad to help feed those children who need those good grain foods so they can grow up sturdy and strong. So keep this in mind, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own cereal, pour it carefully and eat up every bit of what you pour out. Tell your younger brothers and sisters to be careful, too. That's your job in helping to take care of the fellows and girls who are so hungry nowadays overseas. And now, the adventures of Superman. In a daring attempt to identify whoever is behind an organized campaign to spread the poison of intolerance throughout the city of Metropolis, Jimmy Olsen, cub reporter for the Daily Planet, masquerading as a young tub, joined a juvenile gang led by a boy known as Muggs. Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman, believes Muggs and his gang are cat's paws for the hate-mongering group. And Jimmy's dangerous job is to use Muggs to get to the higher-ups. But unfortunately, one of the gang members discovered that Jimmy was a spy. And in yesterday's episode, as you remember, Clark Kent was forced to pull a false arrest at the pool room hangout of the gang in order to save Jimmy from exposure. As we continue now, Jimmy and Kent are at the latter's apartment. It's almost midnight. Jimmy is standing at a window, looking out at the dark street below. He is strangely silent. What's the matter, Jim? Huh? Come on, come on, snap out of it. What's the matter? Well, nothing's the matter. Honest. Now, look, pal, stop fencing. Let's have it straight from the shoulder. Something's bothering you. I know it, and you know it. So out with it. Confession is good for the soul. Well, what am I going to confess? That little session at the pool room tonight frightened you, didn't it, Jim? Frightened me? Now, you don't have to be ashamed of fear, Jim. People are born with fear. It's a natural instinct, like hunger and self-preservation. Being afraid of something doesn't make you a coward, not by a long shot. Did you ever feel like your legs were made of water? And you couldn't breathe because something was choking you in the throat and and you got cold all over? Is that how you felt at the pool room? That's how I felt when I was in the back room with mugs. And the door opened and I saw Dutch come and taught us. All I could think was in another few seconds he's going to tell mugs I'm a spy. Then they're going to close the door. And I remembered what Danny O'Neill looked like in the hospital after they beat him up. You had a perfect right to be afraid, Jim. Well, you don't understand. I wasn't afraid of getting beaten up. That wasn't it. I wasn't even afraid of getting killed. I... 
I got cold all over because... Because I knew the minute Dutch opened his mouth, the whole thing was going to bust up. Yeah. Like you said, the rats had run for cover, and we'd never catch him. That's why I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all over now, Jim. Dutch won't open his mouth until we're ready to let him open it. You're still in the clear. I don't know. I don't know if I am, and... I get worried when I think they might get wise. Well, how can they now? Dutch is the only one who knows, and he's being watched day and night. Yeah, I know, but I'm still worried. I keep thinking if I miss the boat, if, if I don't come through the way you've got it figured out, there might be a dozen Danny O'Neills in the hospital. Some of them will die. Yeah, I know. And maybe a hundred stores like Mr. Hoffman's drugstore get burned up, just like it happened in Germany. You're right, Jim, you're right. They won't stop with the Danny O'Neills and the Dave Hoffmans either. You see, it isn't just the Catholics or the Jews or the Protestants thereafter. That's only an excuse. Their game is to stir up hatred among all of us. To get the Catholic to hate the Jew and the Jew to hate the Protestant and the Protestant to hate the Catholic. It's an old trick. But for some reason, a lot of us still fall for it. Yeah, that's the trouble. Those kids in the gang, Muggs and Dutch and the rest of them, they don't even know what they're doing. The most important thing they don't know is that once the hate mongers get into power, they'll suffer as much as the Danny O'Neills and the Dave Hoffmans. I know. Look, it's after midnight, Jim. You're tired. How about turning in, huh? I don't know whether I can sleep. I've got a funny feeling something's wrong. What do you mean? I don't understand. I can't explain it, but I can... Well, who's that at this time of the night? Might be Miss Lane or Mr. White. Well, there's only one way to find out. Hello. Oh, hello, Inspector. Inspector Henderson? Yes. What was that, Inspector? Great Scott, no. What is it, Mr. Kent? Just a minute, Jim. Yeah? Well, I'm sorry, Inspector, but... Well, I know, but... Oh, now, look, Inspector, there's no sense hanging on the phone arguing about it. Sure, I know, but the fat's in the fire. What we've got to do is either pull it out or quench the fire. Well, I'll be right down. Yes, immediately. Okay. Uh, is something wrong? Not something, Jim. Everything. Billy, you must be clairvoyant. I must be what? Clairvoyant. You can see into the future. Who, me? A minute ago, you said you had a feeling that something was wrong. You don't know how right you were. Get your hat and coat, Jim. We've got to get down to police headquarters. What for? Well, this may sound strange, but we're going to put you in jail. Now, make sure that cell door's locked, Charlie. There's a dangerous criminal behind those bars. Oh, <laughs> cut it out, Mr. Kent. This isn't funny. Now, you're right, Jim. It isn't. Well, that'd be all, Mr. Kent. Yes, that's all, Charlie. Thanks. Oh, oh wait a minute. Yes. Uh, would you tell the inspector we'll be ready in, oh, five minutes? Okay. Now, Jim, we've got to work fast. Listen carefully, because one mistake, one slip, and we're in trouble. Oh, you better start from the beginning, then. I'm all mixed up. All right, keep your voice down. Now, here it is. There's a lawyer waiting in Inspector Henderson's office now. He won't reveal who's retaining him, but he came to headquarters to inquire about your arrest. You know, that phony arrest Sergeant Malloy and I pulled at the pool room? Yeah. That's why I arrest you down here, and that's why you're locked in a cell. Why? Because putting two and two together, this is what I get. When you were arrested and taken out of the pool room, Muggs immediately reported to his bosses. The higher-ups we're after. They evidently contacted this lawyer and sent him down here to find out why you were being held. The chances are he was told to get you out before the police could make you talk. Oh, now I see. Fortunately, Henderson didn't tell him you weren't under arrest. He just kept mum and called me. Oh, he could have told him I was released. Yes, and it's smarter than that. Much smarter. How? We're going to let the lawyer talk to you and then get you out. Once you're out, he may take you directly to the people we're after. The hate mongers behind Muggs and his gang. Well, golly, you think so? It's a long chance, Jim, but it's worth taking. What you'll have to do is play tough and suspicious. Make him think you don't trust anyone. Oh, is he coming down here? Uh-huh. Henderson's going to let him talk to you. In fact, he can't help himself. Under the law, a prisoner has a right to see his lawyer. Well, do you have to call me a prisoner? Oh, it's just part of the act, Jim. Oh. Now, look, have you got everything straight? I think so. I'm to play tough and suspicious. That's right. He'll ask you why you were arrested. 
Your answer is you don't know. Uh-huh. Now, he may ask a whole lot of other questions, but just be cagey. Yeah. Act as though you suspect he's a he's a detective trying to trap you. Okay. Golly, I hope I can do it. Sure you can. Well, I better go now. He'll be down any minute. Uh, so long, Jim. And good luck. Thanks, Mr. Ken. I... I got a feeling I'm going to need all the luck I can find. We'll be back in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. You know, gang, old man's son is responsible for a lot of mighty fine things. Fact is, we just couldn't get along without him. But one of the best things he does for you is to make that wonderful vitamin D that helps build strong bones and sturdy teeth. And did you know, gang, that you get that very same vitamin D effect in Kellogg's Pep? Actually, your whole daily minimum need of vitamin D. Also, an energy vitamin B1, more than twice as much as in sun-ripened whole wheat. And Pep is the doggone crisp and golden and good tasting that, well, you feel like cleaning up every last spoonful in your bowl. And fellas and girls, that's just exactly what you should do these days. Because Pep is made from whole wheat. One of the great cereal grains that's been picked out to feed millions of hungry fellows and girls overseas. Now, these children can't grow up big and strong if they don't have enough to eat. And they can't have enough to eat and help them. So, here's something mighty important that you can do. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make it your job to see that it's not wasted. If you pour your own cereal, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Tell the family to be careful, too. Just make sure that you don't waste cereal and you'll be helping to make sure that some fellow or girl, just like you, won't go hungry overseas. Locked in a detention cell at police headquarters after his phony arrest at the pool room used by Muggs and his gang as a hideout, Jimmy awaits the arrival of a lawyer, evidently engaged by the mysterious hate mongers responsible for the organized campaign of racial and religious intolerance in the city of Metropolis. As we rejoin Jim now, a uniformed guard is leading a short, thin man along the corridor toward the cell. They stop in front of it. The guard unlocks the heavy steel door. Ten minutes, Mr. Green. Thank you. Your name's Olson, isn't it? What's it to you? Now, look, my boy, I'm here to help you. I'm a lawyer. Oh, yeah? Who sent you? Never mind who sent me. Why'd they arrest you? What'd you do? I don't know. Well, you must have some idea. Oh, yeah? Stop saying, oh, yeah, and answer my questions. Why were you arrested? I don't know. How many times do I gotta tell you? Did the cops talk to you at all? Who wants to know? I do. I told you I'm a lawyer. I've been hired to get you out of here. Yeah? Who hired you? That's unimportant. Oh, yeah? Well, I ain't talking to nobody, see? Now, look, you can talk to me. I'm your lawyer. I'm going to help you. How do I know what you are? Maybe you're a dick. Muggs knows I'm not a dick. Yeah? Who's Muggs? You're a smart boy, Olsen. They don't have to worry about you. Who don't? The people who engaged me to get you out... Yeah? Who are they? You wouldn't know if I told you. Now, listen to me. I ain't listening to nobody. You'd like to get out of this cell, wouldn't you? I'll get out. Not unless I help you, you won't. But sooner or later, they'll start questioning you. They'll make you talk. That's what you think. As a matter of fact, I... Now, listen to me. I told you, listen, I Listen, I said. My name's Walter Green. I'm the lawyer for the people you and Muggs work for. Now, the police haven't got a thing on you, and I'm going to get you out of here within the next half hour, if you'll cooperate. What do I have to do? Nothing. Just say you don't know why you were arrested. Yeah? Then what happens? They'll release you. Okay. Let's see you do it. I'll do it all right. You'll be free in half an hour. If I am, I ain't going back to the pool room. Why not? I gotta get to the boss. The big boss. Why? I got something to tell him. 
Something hot. You could tell me. Oh, no, I ain't that dopey. You don't trust me, do you, Wilson? I don't trust nobody. All right. Since you don't trust anybody, I guess we can trust you. Now, when I get you out of here... Yeah? When I get you out of here... I'll take you to the big boss. Scarcely able to believe his ears, Jimmy fights desperately to still the mad, excited pounding of his heart. Terrified lest the expression on his face reveal his tense, nervous anxiety. Clark Kent was right. The trick has worked. The lawyer is going to lead him directly to the man responsible for the campaign of intolerance. The spreader of hate himself. Will it be like leading a lamb to slaughter? Or is this the beginning of the end for the enemies of decency? Gang, there's a thrill a minute in tomorrow's tense episode as Jimmy takes his life in his hands to help Superman fight his greatest battle, the battle against hatred and prejudice. So don't miss it. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for the episode entitled The Rat Hole. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Say, gang, if you've ever had a race with your dog, you know how much he enjoys running and jumping. Now, dogs are like people. To keep their muscles strong, they have to eat right. So if you want to help your dog to stay in the groove, to have strong bones and teeth and muscles, just mix Kellogg's Grow-Pup dog food in with the scraps of meat and fat you give him. There are three kinds of Grow-Pup, all with a grand meaty flavor. There's Grow-Pup ribbon, Grow-Pup meal, and Grow-Pup pellets. Ask your mother to feed your dog Kellogg's Grow-Pup regularly. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.